1: Hey everyone, this is Roman Prokopchuk and this is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast. Today I have with me Brian Zielinski. Brian is a certified personal coach and podcast host for the Happy Mama Village, a podcast for moms about moms and by moms. As a life coach, Brian works with women, rebuilding their lives following a divorce, loss, or breakup. Thank you for joining me today.
0: Thank you for having me.
1: My pleasure. So tell me a little bit about your journey. How did you get to where you are today?
0: Well, it it started with a divorce. (laughs) So uh, about 10 years ago, I went through a really, you know, painful, devastating divorce. I had two little, little kids. I found myself without a, without a job. Uh, I'd been a stay-at-home mom and I had a seven-month-old and a three-year-old. So really tiny kids, their, their dad, my ex was not super involved. So, it was, it, so a lot of the responsibility fell on me and I had a great support system, but I really had to dig deep and rebuild a life. And uh, I ended up going into real estate, spent years building that business and along the way started, Um, mentoring and helping other women who are going through divorce and um, if you've never been through a divorce it everyone knows it's hard but there's no way to really capture how overwhelming I mean to say it's overwhelming is an understatement because it's at a time in your life when you're more stressed than ever you're emotionally devastated you're mentally devastated you're exhausted and you're having to make these huge life decisions you know regarding your kids and your finances and where you live and um maybe job and um so it's just it's a perfect storm of things that can go wrong so i just i had women who walked with me through that journey and i wanted to kind of pay it forward and help and help other women and so along the way i ended up having a friend who became a life coach for uh eating disorders and she kept telling me oh you've got to do this you've got to do this uh, you'd be great at it and i was like no that's crazy that's silly i can't do that i'm not going to do that I've, I've got this other business and after about three or four people telling me hey brian you have you really got to be a life coach um, for women recovering from a divorce. I was starting to think, hey, maybe I can do that. So um, I did. I, I became certified. I've been doing it for a year um, professionally. Um, and and then I um, joined another life coach friend of mine who has a totally different, her, her category is parenting. Um, that's her specialty and we came together and created the happy mama village podcast so uh, that's kind of how i got to where i am today
1: that's awesome and i'm I'm assuming each case is different in terms of how you work with your clients but is there kind of a set process or how you kind of guide them or obviously there's different variables in uh, every divorce obviously some more traumatic than others and reasons for divorce so i think I mean, I, I guess it's it's situational, but is there a certain way you can right. help, uh, you know, people through that in terms of a process?
0: Right. So it is very personalized because it, all the situations are so different. I mean, there are, you know, women and I do really only work with women. Um, there are women who are on the receiving end, if you will. Um, and then there are women who are the initiators. And so that, that's a very different scenario. But... There are two kind of sides to what I do. So one side is life coaching, which is more like helping them like rebuild their lives, you know, with a purpose. So uh, we're talking about mindset and getting over some of the the negative self-talk that we tell ourselves what's holding us back and then redesigning a life. Okay. Making a plan for your future. The other part is more um, of a consultant to where I actually walk with them through the process of a divorce so like when they're going to court I go with them as a support I help them decide okay what is it that you want to ask for what is it that you want to negotiate and and my skills from being a realtor and negotiating all of that have, has really helped me in, in, in that part of my business which is more consulting the ins and out because you don't know what you don't know and if you've never been divorced for you don't know what to ask for you don't know what's going to be there are small little nuances that can make a huge difference and once your divorce is complete at least in Texas it is very difficult to get it changed um, so you gotta you've got to go into it knowing what you want and what's important to you so those are the two different kind of facets of what I do Um, But it's very individual What what one person needs, somebody else doesn't need.
1: Okay. And uh, in terms of uh, like the areas you work with, do you work with uh, people all around the country or specifically in the state of Texas?
0: So with the consulting part, obviously, that's more specific to Texas because the laws and and all that is different. But um, I can still offer advice. Um, to people who are in other states, but um, it's not going to be quite um, as on point as it's going to be if, if their divorce is in Texas. But life coaching, you can be anywhere because I do face-to-face, I do you know, Zoom calls or FaceTime, Skype, um, just regular phone calls. So you can be anywhere. And uh, so the life coaching is, is one part of what I do. The podcast, uh, which I have, um, is called The Happy Mama Village, and that's just for moms in general. It's about 30 minutes. We release one episode a week, and it's we're there to kind of encourage moms, give you some mama tips, um, make you laugh a little bit, <laughs> you know. Um, and then, and then we're super excited about an online course. So we've created an online course for moms. It's four weeks, it's, it's, it's meant to be four weeks. You could take longer if you wanted to, but it's for the overwhelmed mom. So it doesn't matter if you're going through a divorce, it doesn't matter if you're happily married, um, if you're single, it doesn't matter. Most moms at some point or another go through a period where they feel like a zombie, like a mom zombie. And they're just trying to get through the next day (laughs) you know and they're not really living with intention and that's a shame you know because moms and dads we have a right to live our best lives regardless of how old our kids are right and and too often we put that on hold thinking oh I just got to get my kids to college I just got to get them out of diapers and we totally forget about ourselves so the course that we have, the road trip to happiness, is is meant to, okay, you can get your kids to college, you can get them where they need to be, but you can also take care of yourself along the way, as well.
1: That's awesome. So, what motivates you to succeed?
0: Um, well, my family, um, I, you know, that they're probably my biggest. Um, uh motivating factor um but then I also really want to pay it forward you know I had I had people I had women who invested in me and walked with me through my journey and I felt like I came out of it I I felt like I did it really well if you can do a divorce well I feel like I I managed to do it well um are there things I would have changed sure I didn't have um a great partner um, to do it with, you know, the other side. But is what I was in control of. I took control of it, and um, I was—I felt grateful to come out the other side um, with a plan, um, not bitter. Um, and I really want other women to have. I, I want to give that to other women. I want to help them find that because too often they drowned. You know, people drown during a divorce and it takes them decades, maybe years, maybe a lifetime to recover. And it doesn't have to be that way.
1: Yeah, I think it's important to um, pay it forward and kind of leave a legacy, especially from something that you've personally you know, went through. So, you know, it's even uh, more advantageous to somebody you're working with because you actually went through the experience because I know some business models and some people out there help people, but they've never been through that experience. So I think it's really important. Like me personally, um, I'm a foster parent, so I'm in a foster care group. So talking about the, the, the stresses and, you know, the pains with foster care and kids leaving and you're thinking adopting kids you know, the average person will say, Oh, I'm sorry, but the person in those shoes will really understand kind of that, uh, that pain point.
0: Right, right. Like, I can look at a woman who's going through a divorce, and I can, I, I can tell her that I see her, like, I I see, I see, see you, (laughs) you know, I don't just see the front that you're putting on, I don't see the brave face. Um, I don't see the feelings that you're wearing on your sleeve. I see all of you. And that's, very different. That's what makes life coaching uh, very different from therapy because I meet people in their lives. You know, your therapist doesn't meet you in your life. You know, you go, you sit on the couch, you talk to them for, you know, 50 minutes and then you leave and you don't talk to them again um, until your next appointment. Life coaching is very different. If, if, you know, I've had tons of clients who are in the middle of a struggle, you know, a mental struggle and they are like, hey, I'm struggling. I need help me. <laughs> you know, I need some encouragement. Or I'm, I'm studying for a big exam because I'm trying to get, um, I'm, I'm becoming a nurse. Or whatever the situation is, you know, I need help. They can reach out to me and, and I can respond. I can meet them where they are right there in their life, which is very different from, from, from normal therapy.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think uh, going somewhere and you know telling your problems for an hour in a bubble kind of vacuum that's confined okay. and no other variables being thrown at you is a little different than you know when something comes up in real life. What do you do then?
0: Right, and and therapy. I'm an advocate for therapy. I've been in therapy. I've done that. There's a place and a time for it, but. I'm, I'm really hoping I am an advocate for, for life coaching because it's not something that people immediately think about, you know, I didn't have a life coach, you know, when I was going through my divorce and I wish I'd had one. Um, I'm super passionate that I don't know why more, I don't know why this isn't a thing (laughs) any more than it is, you know, because, oh my goodness, like people need, people need to say, don't send that text you know don't say that don't do that you know Um, you're making a huge mistake if you agree to that like if there is one time in your life that you need a life coach it's when you're going through a divorce for sure
1: Yeah, and like you said it's one of the most uh, major you know life changes you have your life completely changes and uh, it's important to kind of do it the right way and, and get everything you can in terms of you know, helping you through the process and along the way to basically your new life and molding it.
0: Right. I mean, it's like, I mean, it's like the Titanic is going down, you know, it's your entire life. And whether you're the one who wants the divorce, or you're the one um, that's being asked for the divorce, it really doesn't matter. Because the emotions are the same, you are losing, it's a death. You know and a a huge part of your life is, is going down you know it's going to be at the bottom of the ocean and so you've got to find a way to save yourself from the wreckage and so not only are you in some very choppy waters you know but you're also you've got some kids probably you know, most people have some kids along so you know you're almost drowning and you've got these you know life suckers you know dragging you down with you you know and so you owe it to them to, to 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 do it well, you know, to figure it out quickly, so that you can not only save yourself, but that you can save them as well.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, uh, we've we've had fourteen foster kids since June, and every of them, every one of them has a different family dynamic. So you know, the current kind of you know kids we have. Uh, the kids were taken from a couple they were together when they're going back they're going back to one of the parents then they're lo- no longer together so preparing them for that and having them understand and it's kind of you know somebody being that little and young obviously kids are in different ages in divorces but they're still not emotionally equipped and psychologically equipped and you know mature enough to handle it the right way. So you have to kind of guide them in the process and make sure you do the due diligence for them to get them through the uh, traumatic event as well.
0: Right. And, you know, in life, you know, at school and, you know, I know that like if you're in college and um, you have a parent that dies, there are, um, there are modifications in place, you know, like, okay, you get your money back for that semester or you get an automatic, you know, passing grade they've put some procedures in place for, for kids, um, who lose parents to death, you know, but losing a parent who's been in your life every day, good or bad, you know, but it's been there every day. And then suddenly you don't see them for seven days, 10 days at a time. Um, why are we not supporting our kids better? You know, yeah, we'll say, oh, take them to therapy, but that's not gonna totally solve the problem (laughs) you know we we need to do better and that's a totally separate kind of tangent that I could go on but we we should be doing better um helping kids get through the process of a divorce as well yes I
1: agree so what's one weakness you've seen in yourself in the past that you've turned around and utilized as a strength today
0: that's such a great question, and in fact, I was having this conversation with someone like two days ago, so it was really weird. Um, so, growing up, I I was the middle child, so I was I'm the quintessential third to middle child, and uh, totally different than the rest of my siblings. And uh, I was uh, I was strong willed, you know. My mom told my dad that she wanted. To buy the book, which was kind of new at the time, the Strong Willed Child, when it came out, and my dad was like appalled that she would want to do that because, like, he thought it was an insult. So, in my mind, the story I told myself my whole life is that being strong-willed is um, it's a negative. You know, it's something that you should kind of be ashamed of. Well, as I've gotten older, I've realized being strong-willed like saved my rear end. You know, I think that's what gave me the ability to weather the storm, to come through the divorce and um, decide, hey, I'm not going to let somebody else decide what kind of mom I'm gonna be or what kind of life I'm gonna give my kids. Nobody's gonna decide that for me. You know, these are my kids, you know, I'm gonna decide. Um, Mm -hmm. You're not gonna rob me of my, You, you can leave me, you can leave me with no money and no job. You can walk away and that's fine. But that does not mean that I'm not going to provide my kids with the kind of life that I wanted them to have. Like I had certain dreams. I had dreams of taking them to Disney World, you know, and I'm not going to let anybody rob me of that. And so I'm going to do whatever I have to do. I'm going to work as many jobs as I have to work so that I make that happen for them, you know, and, I, and that's part of being stubborn. That's part of being strong willed um and and that gave me a tenacity that i wouldn't otherwise have you know and that's one of the stories uh, that's one of the things that we talk about in the road trip to happiness the online course is the stories that we tell ourselves and the stories that people have told you you know so growing up if if somebody told you well you're you're lousy at sports you know or you're you're terrible at math you know you're not gifted at singing you shouldn't sing those are all stories that we believe about ourselves. And so how do we change that, you know, because we don't have to believe those stories if we don't want to. I'm saying, so fixing those stories is, is a huge part of finding that happiness, you know, and not believing those kind of generations. Sometimes it's a generational type curse that can follow kids, especially, you know, foster type kids, you know, the stories that have been told to them, what are they carrying with them? So breaking that is, is huge.
1: Yeah and I think as you get older you get to a certain point well uh, a lot of people I'm not saying everyone where it's like an on and off switch where you let things affect you and I think they say to a certain extent you let people uh, make you feel a certain way so if you don't give somebody the power to let's say use their words to impact you and let those negative you know that negative energy or those negative words in you can kind of you know steer clear from that so I think getting to a point in life where um one you don't care what people think about you and those people aren't around like you said to make those life decisions for you you know what's best for you what's best for your kids and ultimately you know it's an outside perspective
0: right right uh so yeah so i'd say being stubborn being strong-willed that's it's probably my biggest negative that i as i've gotten older i've been able to to turn that a little bit and say you know what i'm, I'm going to use I'm going to use this, my power for good and not for evil. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's always good. So, what, what's <laughs> one piece of advice you have for the audience, personal or professional?
0: Um, I would say, I would, I, I'm super passionate about what I do and about helping. Um, the a divorce is no time to wing it, you know, and. Um, we all know people who have been through a divorce recently. Maybe they're going through a divorce right now or they're on the brink of a divorce. It's that common. So we all know people and we all say, Oh, I'm so sorry. I hate that for you. What can I do? But what they need is somebody to walk with them, you know, through that process. And so if you know somebody, tell them whether it's me or somebody else, I, that doesn't matter just get them some help you know because lives are um i don't want to say ruined because i don't believe in that i don't believe that a life can be ruined you know um but a life can be certainly much more difficult than it has to be um but if you go into it with a plan and if you go into it with somebody to watch your back you know i i was in mediation with a client and the, the mediator was suggesting something that I knew from my conversations with her was absolutely against what her wishes. She She didn't want to go down that road. That wasn't what she wanted. But I could tell that my client was getting overwhelmed. And what she was hearing and what I was hearing was completely different. And so she was starting to agree with the mediator. And I had to say, "Hey, can we take a just a quick break? You know, let me have just a quick break. Let me chat. You know." Um, and so they left the room, and I asked her. I said, "I just want to make sure you're okay with what you're about to agree to. If you are, that's fine, because it, it's your life. You get to choose. I'm just here to, you know, have your back." And she, when I told her, she was like, "I didn't. I didn't realize that's what they were saying." She was so flooded; she wasn't hearing. You know what was actually happening and so if I hadn't been there if she hadn't had somebody if she hadn't invested in herself then she would have agreed to something that would have been devastating to her in the long run you know and so and that happens so often you know I hear horror stories all the time well that people agree to things I didn't realize that's what they were saying. Nobody explained it to me that way. The biggest myth is probably that um, attorneys, divorce attorneys are like what you see on TV. It's not. It's it's not like law and order. You know, they don't sit and like game plan with you. It's not like that. So you really need to go into it with somebody who can give you some good advice. Somebody that's been there, it's going to make you think, that's going to listen for you. So that's, that's probably my biggest advice is if you know somebody that's going through a divorce, make sure that they get um, some help, make sure they have someone um, to walk with that, walk with them through that.
1: Yeah. I think it's kind of like having a mentor helping you avoid the pitfalls that they've already been through.
0: Right. I mean, um, I don't know if your mom is this way or not, but my mom was, Anytime I go to the doctor when I was pregnant or whatever, um, she, she always wanted to go with me. Make sure you take somebody with you, you know, so that they can write notes and they, could, they can listen. And why do you do that? It's because the person, the patient is too flooded, you know, that they're too overwhelmed to really get all the information that's being laid out there. They're going to miss something. If you take somebody with you, if you take an advocate with you, then they can take the notes, they can listen, they can fill in the gaps on what you missed as the patient. The same thing is true with a divorce. You know, having somebody that can listen, having somebody that um, can fill in those gaps for you um, is is huge. Is just it's, it's such a gift and it's not it's and it's not that expensive you know so you really should give yourself that gift
1: Um, yeah and i think any emotional situation like you said those emotions are flooding and may not be um and may be clouding your judgment in a way so you may be experiencing anger or or whatever resentment and you're not really looking at the facts or you're just like just like get it done I want it over and you don't really know what you're actually agreeing (laughs) to so
0: right right that that I just want to get it over with is so common you know but you know it's it's the worst time to have that uh mentality <laughs> the worst time to have that mentality.
1: Yeah, I agree. So I really appreciate you stopping by today. Can you let the audience know how they can find you?
0: Yes, absolutely. I'd love to. So you can find um the podcast which is the Happy Mama Village podcast. It's on iTunes, Google Podcast, it's everywhere. It's Spotify, iHeartRadio. Um our our online course for Overwhelmed Moms is Uh The website is just thehappymamavillage.com, And then you can reach me directly at Rebuilding with Brian. And Brian is B-R-Y-A-N-N. Awesome. A little different. <laughs> awesome. Thanks again for stopping by. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for having me. My pleasure.